Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Days After Dark. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Moments With Me. Days After Dark is brought to you by the following. Touring Entertainment on Promotions. Presenters of Retrospect Parties. Party like it's the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. Soiree and DA events bringing you Bare Naked Nights, Bare Naked Mast, and Bare Naked Beach, please. Soiree for the ultimate experience in all inclusive NDA parties. And by The Rosolo Show, live on Clubhouse and the Rosolo Show Club, and on Jano Radio, Tuesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern. This episode of Days After Dark is streaming live on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Of course, we have our live audience, courtesy of Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. Thank you all for joining us tonight. Hope you have your wine, rosé, brandy, or cognac, whatever your preference is. Let's leave our inhibitions at the door. Come on in relax and enjoy remember we're here to engage in adult conversations share experiences and learn from each other my co-hosts for tonight are sanat rosola and marlon who is running a little late but he will be here i am so grateful that you're all here with me tonight how is everyone doing how is everyone doing rosolo how are you Good evening. Good evening, everyone. Can you hear me? Oh, yes. Yes, I can hear you. I'm um I'm good. I'm good. I have a I have to share a story if you don't. Yes, no, go right ahead. So um yeah, this is a parent story. So any parent would understand this. So I um had a birthday daughter. Her birthday was on the 13th. She turned 16. So we're excited. And I have a graduating high school as well. So um and my birthday's coming up. So I said, okay, yes. Sunday I'm going to cook, right? I wasn't feeling well on Saturday. We didn't get to do much. So Sunday I'm going to cook. I made oxtail, made cold foot. Oh. Come on now, right? Okay. So I had to go into work today, right? I know the kids. I know I know they ate. I mean, I, I have teenage kids. I get it. I get it. I know they ate. I didn't look in the containers prior to, you know, doing any of this. So I get to work. People are offering, you know, to take me to lunch, you know, for my birthday. I'm like, no, thank you, because all I'm thinking about is what? The oxtail and the cold food, right? Mm-hmm. So I get home. I even leave. As soon as I check the people in, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. Gone. Mm-hmm. I get home. I Straight to the fridge. Mm-hmm. Put the food in the microwave. Mm-hmm. I put the two Tupperware containers. Let them Why am I not here? You're time. tipping out a little. Sounding the two low. Tupperware containers, and uh-huh. I put them in at the same time, uh-huh. and I'm waiting, right? Uh-huh. I change my clothes, and I'm setting up my desk. So, all right, I can eat during the conference call. Uh-huh. Open up the Tupperware dish, then put in the, the, the oxtail and the kofut in the plate, uh-huh. and all I'm going to see is gravy and butter beans. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to feel away right now. <laughs> I'm so upset. And that's all I have to say. All right, Welcome that's it. Other than that, you. I'm great. Welcome to parenthood. But it's when I open one. You know, when you open one, you say, "All right, you know, okay, no problem. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just, I'll just eat the other. You know, I'll eat the next one." 
So I said, okay, no cold foot, I'll eat the oxtail. Butter beans and gravy again. I'm like, wow. I'm sorry. Not even a bone. Mm, mm, mm. I'm sorry. That's my story for the night. That's it. That's okay. That's okay. I'm coming uh, back to um, Florida. I'm treated sorry. better in Florida. Yeah, I think you are. But um, I don't have any sympathy for you on that one. I'm so sorry because of what I go through all the time. Oh, gosh. Yes. So yes. I get to laugh at somebody else, right? <laughs> well, it <laughs> happened to bad. me at your house. It happened to me. At your oh yeah too. that's true that is true <laughs> yeah you're right yeah we i, I live with gourmandizers folks i mean um <laughs> they are human trash disposal systems I, wow. um <laughs> teens and it's not just it's teens in general yeah. you said butter beans and gravy yep i was like wow when you put yeah. the containers in and gone off to your dad yeah One. Because Good you know things. why they do that, though, because mm -hmm. they don't want to wash the stuff. Wash the so, dishes. So they put it right back in the fridge for mm -hmm. you. Oh, yeah, we live through that. How about you open the pot or you open the dish and you only see one spoon of rice and you're like, really? <laughs> you know, I had this conversation just with son number two um, when some rice and peas. I'm like, why you left this? Oh, I didn't want any more to eat. I had too much in my plate already. No, really? It's the, the I don't want to wash the pot mm -hmm. trick. The pot yeah. Part. Popcorn. They think they slick, but I, you know, no, you're gonna have to cook again, Rosolo. Cook some more oxtail and cold foot. And oh, I just realized, listen, I am as dumb as heck. This, so let me give you a joke, bro. While I'm saying I'm as dumb as heck, yeah. <laughs> just don't check your phone. That's all I'm gonna say. Do not look at any messages. Do not go to WhatsApp. Do not. I beg of you. I beg. I beg. I beg. Don't. Sunette, how are you? Okay. Happy Monday. I'm, I'm all right. Too. I'm like, solo. How are you going to control your fingers now? I think she said, don't go. I already went. I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to send it to you. Listen, I was dumb as heck, right? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Thank you. The love, Sunette, the love how, how are you, Sunette? How are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, so much itching to talk to. Um, I am well. I, I when, when you said you put it in the microwave, I'm like, I bet you didn't open it up and see what was in there first. <laughs> nope. I was thinking the same thing. Nope. <laughs> yeah. That's what, yeah. Mm -hmm. But Sunette, oh. and the thing is, I said mm. no. I declined some really nice restaurants. <laughs> Yes, yo, I'm calling everybody, texting everybody, like, what you doing tomorrow? I may be back at work. How y'all doing? Hey, is it is the invite still good? Because I'm hungry right now. I'm hungry. Feel away. Feel away. Did that leave you some rice so you can put the gravy on the rice no. and, and pretend you have a meal? No. No. I, I got no. Oh, God. So Rosola, no spinners in the gravy. <laughs> The beans. Uh, so that I'm being really mean to her right now. I really am. Yeah. Somebody feels sorry for me. It's not nice. It's not I, a I nice feel feeling. sorry. That that is sad. But uh, the butter beans is part of my favorite part with mm. the gravy. So no, no, I like. I did eat I it. Like the bone. Of course, I ate it. <laughs> but I needed a bone, at least a bone. Oh my gosh. Never mind. Never mind. Oh god. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't. So let me finish reading these I had messages. Some today. I had some oxtail oh. today. Um, not today. I went to this Jamaican restaurant. We went down on a drive to to San Jose. It's like an hour away from home because we're going to a kid's party. And there's a Jamaican restaurant down there. They have like three spots. And I finally went. And I had the oxtail. And I just realized that there were no butter beans in the, in the oxtail. Mm. First flag, though, I went to the store and I saw 
people there. Uh, one of the first, the, the, the server, or not server, the cashier, was a white woman, and, and very obviously a white woman. Like, no tinge, not, no accent, no nothing. Just okay. American, okay. right? Um, there was a woman working in the front, like, she was doing paperwork. So she can tell she's a manager, right? She was doing paperwork on a table. She was by herself. Tons of paper spread out. And then there was a, um Indian-looking guy at the cash register. So obviously, we Jamaicans, we know we are mixed up as all get up. So I'm thinking, oh yeah, he's, he's Jamaican. He's going to have an accent. He's right. going to have an accent. Not one Jamaican accent in the entire place. <laughs> Not a one. But I will tell you still, mm-hmm. the food was good. Really? The food was good. That's good. The, the yeah. rice and peas was good good it wasn't soppy and wet it had a text nice texture to it right it wasn't it didn't have enough coconut milk i will say well like i'm gonna be in like extremely critique right now being totally more overboard than i need to be uh-huh. but i would return so that's the first positive i would return um because the jamaican place that's closer to my office i have to hunt y'all i really have to hunt for jamaican food the ones close to my office the rice is not good it's too wet it's too soft and it's sweet for some reason i think they put sugar, sugar. in their rice and peas yep and I don't like theirs. And I would never have their their, their um, jerk ever again. Wow. But this place, I accidentally ordered jerk chicken because I said jerk. They said chicken pieces. I miss the fact that it had jerk in front of it. I don't mm. like jerk chicken. Mm. I like jerk pork. Mm. I don't like jerk chicken. So um, I got it. And because I ordered it, I was like, okay, I'm not going to. And they gave it to us. So I took it home. And I had that for lunch today. And it was bomb. Wow. Like, it was really, really good. That's good, Sana. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure you were and, and pleasantly so, surprised. I, I was. I was. And I had my friends come with me because I'd gone to a birthday party. So my girlfriend's Vietnamese and her husband is American, um, American black. And we and they were like, yeah, good call, Sana. This food is great. So everyone was happy with the food. And yeah, I'm done talking about food now. Let's talk about some grown up stuff. <laughs> now Hi, you ma- Now Hi, you're Nana. making me hungry again. Now you're making me hungry again. Oh, boy. Javette, how are you? Good evening, everybody. Good evening, Javette. Good evening. <laughs> I take so you home from work by now, right? Literally just walked in the door. Wow. I'm standing up in my suit eating some food because I'm starving, but it's kind of late to eat. So I know I'm that feeling. So I'm down some food, but what I did, Rosola, you should have put your name on the <laughs> container. I did that in my own, like, when I cook. I separate my food for the next day and I bring my daughter to the fridge and tell her, this is not yours. This is mine. Don't touch it. Wow. So you have to do that. And that actually works for you, Javette. I don't think it's going to work for me. Good luck in my house. My daughter is scared of me. That's why. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm happy that Whenever she puts something empty back in the fridge... I don't care if it's two days later and I open it back up, you come downstairs and you washing it. I don't care. <laughs> Javette, I'm happy that works for you. Um, I think everybody takes me for granted. I'm I'm just a little pushover, you know, like, mm, yeah, whatever. You say it's yours, whatever. We don't really care. We're going after it anyway. So I'm you happy. gotta go you gotta go on strike like Afo was saying this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. I might have to try that. Thank you for being here, Javette. Marlon, how are you? If you can speak, he's probably not able to speak. 
We'll check. I'm good. Oh, you're good. You can talk. So far, so good. Awesome. I know you're busy, so we won't bother you too much, right? But thank you all for, for being here. Teddy in the audience, thank you for coming through. If you missed the last episode, Kama Sutra, The Art of Making Love, no worries. The replay is available in the Days After Dark Club on Clubhouse and also on janoradio.com. Click on podcasts and you'll see it there. Here at Days After Dark, we believe that the building blocks of any relationship are communication in its various forms, love, intimacy, friendship, and finance, what we call the Cliff Series. This week, we're revisiting building block number two from the Cliff Series, and that building block L stands for love. We also have In A Days. Hopefully, we get to do In A Days. Um, We've been sitting on someone's letter for a while now because um, for the past couple of weeks, the conversation has been that good. Um, but hopefully we do get to address this um, person's concern. You know, we don't want them to feel ignored at all. But if you're in a relationship, can't even talk now, looking to get into a relationship or trying to get out of a relationship, you are in the right place. We're going to be right back after the music break to start the conversation. Here is the Isley Brothers with For the Love of You. You're just tuning in to QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Welcome to Days After Dark. If you're on Clubhouse, click on the greenhouse to join the club. Follow the moderators, follow each other, and make meaningful connections. Thank you for being here with us. I'm your host, Moments, and I'm joined by my gracious co-hosts, Sunette, Rosolo and Marlon. Just a quick PSA, this show is being streamed live on internet radio and the clubhouse replays are on. Please be reminded that this is a safe space and a no-judgment zone. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. It seems to me we could sail together. 
just heard the Isley Brothers for the love of you. Tonight we're talking about love. What does love mean to you? So for people that are not in a relationship, and this survey, a little survey was done by joinonelove.org. You know, they asked people for their interpretation of love. So for people that are not in a relationship, this is how they described love. Love is security. Ash D said, for me, love is the most secure feeling. Love is having a companion, best friend, lover, partner, sounding board, cheerleader, advisor, and cuddle buddy through every avenue in the journey of life. Kurt S. said, love is a sentiment not able to be characterized by words. Interesting. Dylan, he said, completely opening up and sharing your feelings and life with them daily. That's what constitutes a healthy relationship. But it must be mutual because love is about give and take. If a particular area is lacking on either side of the relationship, it makes it unideal and unhealthy. Skylar says love is respect. To me, a healthy relationship is built on respect for one another. Each person understands the commitment they are making to the other person. Hmm. Skylar also said, love is respect. And um, I think we know that one for sure. We uh, Well, let me not assume that we know that for sure. Let me not do that. So Skylar said, love is respect. To me, a healthy relationship is built on respect for one another. Each person understands the commitment they are making to the other person. Hmm. Someone else said, Zane said, love is being in sync. A healthy relationship could describe a plethora of different types of relationships, but the most important aspect of being in a relationship is being in sync. Whether you talk through every hour of your waking day or whether you agree that you're both busy and you'll just talk on the phone at the end of every day, as long as you're both in agreement, that is what is important. Adam said, love is commitment. The key to success in a healthy relationship with someone is actually the terrifying but necessary effort of commitment. We've heard that word so much since the first season of Days After Dark. Being there for someone is what a real relationship needs. When we neglect to put in the effort is when things don't work out with someone that could have been perfect for us. If you put in that extra effort for someone that can reciprocate it, love can be the greatest feeling one can ever have or feel. Hmm. So those six um, people are not in a relationship. So that's what their idea of love is. Now, I'm not sure if they have ever been in a relationship. Not sure. Um, from the sounds of it, they may have been, right? But I want to agree with them. Love is security. Love is indescribable. It's about give and take. It's about respect. It's about being in sync. And it's about commitment. Now, for couples that have been together one year or more, they had this to say. Alex said, love is vulnerability. 
Because love is scary. It's basically giving someone a map of all your flaws and imperfections and putting faith in them to not abuse that power. And that can be so beautiful. It makes you do the hardest thing a human could ever do, and that is to be vulnerable. Jared said it's growing together. Things won't always be great. Your partner may do things that will make you angry, but if you're willing to not look at it as obstacles, but rather as opportunities for growth, then you are truly in love. Hmm. Vanessa said, love is knowing your significant other's love language. Loving better comes from knowing what makes the other person happy. For him, it's back scratches and hugs. For me, it's a verbal, I appreciate you, or you look pretty. No matter what it is, we've learned to love each other better because we know what makes each other happy. And we make the effort to find new ways to make each other happy. Love is a healthy communication. When I say communicate, I don't mean text. I mean calling and FaceTiming. From experience, text creates so many opportunities for misunderstanding and ultimately unnecessary conflicts and trust issues. So if I have anything to say about healthy relationships, it is to trust and communicate. Amber said, love is equality. A healthy relationship in my eyes is when two people are equal in a relationship. We equally love, we equally respect, and we equally care. How do we feel about that? I have to agree. So everything that has been said by those who have been in love and by those who are not in a relationship is true. But there's one word that stands out. Even if there's equality, even if there's healthy communication, even if you know your significant other's love language, even if you're committed to growing together, even if you're being vulnerable with each other, committed, in sync, respecting, doing the give and take, indescribable security, don't take it for granted. It takes effort and work to keep that relationship going. Just Saturday, went up to a cousin of mine, and um, we were sitting at her kitchen table. And she said something that is so true. If you don't water your garden, the flowers will wither and die, right? If you don't take care of the trees, you love them. You love to see your plants. You love to look at those beautiful roses, the gorgeous hibiscus. But if you don't take care of those things that you love, they wither. And she said relationships are like that. No matter how long you've been with a person, you have to prune your relationship. You have to tend to your relationship. You have to foster it. And that takes a lot of effort. It really does. It's not going to be an easy street, folks. But yeah, I'd love to hear from some of the folks here. What does love mean to you? Is it any or all of the things mentioned? Or do you have a different spin on it? 
Rosolo, you want to take that? I'm, I was I was trying to unmute my mic. I'm so sorry <laughs> because one, I know which cousin you're you're talking about yes. referencing, mm-hmm. and two, she's she's always said that um, that's something she uh, I, I learned from her a very long time ago. But I think for me, it is a combination of every all of these. It, you know, I, I take from everything, but mostly for me, it's something that's pure and authentic. It's it's this commitment to be kind, to be, you know, caring, to be respectful, um, to be loyal. Um, it's not, there's a difference for me between love and being in love. So that's another conversation. But, right, right. Um, but to love someone, whether it be my friend or whether I'm in a relationship, I have this commitment to, to respect you. That's, that's the, 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 the key to me is, is having that respect and that loyalty. Yeah. You're so right. Absolutely. Anybody else wants to go? Sunette, Marlon, Javette, Donna, or MD? Anybody else wants to speak on that? What does love mean to you? Good evening. Good evening, MD. Hi. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful topic. Um, To me, love is this ability to be held in captivity by choice. Hmm. It's, it's the freedom of allowing yourself to become vulnerable in a place where someone might reciprocate or they might not, mm-hmm. yet you can't live without it. Is this vulnerability that you you give it's, it's the best gift that you can give in a relationship um, with the understanding or with the I'm trying to find the right word to describe this is you, you, you you're giving the best of yourself with the anticipation that you get to enjoy the best of your partner as well. And it's a lifelong drama that needs to unfold right before your very eyes. When you think you have reached a destination, it's only the beginning of a new page, of a new era, of a new way of loving, of a new way of looking at your partner. And it just continues to grow and grow and grow. It's, it's beyond human comprehension. I believe loves come from from above it really came from the almighty it's not humanly it's it's something outside of us but when we are able to cultivate it and tap into it it makes us human without that we are missing what it means to be human that ability and capability of loving someone it's Oh man, I listen. I, I wish I could describe it to you. I really wish it's indescribable. It really is. The more you try to comprehend it, the more you try to describe it, the more you realize you cannot put love within a frame. You can't. You can try. For, for you know, people write poems, and the more they write, the more they realize there's so much more to write about love. You can try to paint it, and the more you paint, the more you realize. You, you can't put it within these four walls, w- within that frame. It's 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 bigger than that, right? Mm-hmm. 
it, it's it's so much bigger than that. And when we are fortunate enough to experience it, my God, we don't want to live without it. We'd rather die than to be without it because it's so powerful. It's 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 breathtaking. It's like the next breath that you take. So let ah. me, let me ask a question though, because um, some of us feel that way, and then you have others who say they never want to fall in love. They never, and you're like, what? Yeah, you have people who actually say, no, love is for the weak. I don't want to fall in love. Um, I don't have time for that. There's an old saying, tell me how you are love, and I'll tell you how you make love. Yes. And people who never experienced it or didn't experience it in a way that was fulfilling as a child will have trouble as an adult experiencing it wanting it desiring it because for so long they have learned to adapt and to live in a way without it so they are they are constipated by the the very emotion of love has them constipated where they cannot even they can't partake they, they can't partake because they haven't really taste and see how good it is would you say though that a lot of people nowadays, and, and I, I don't know if I'm saying it right when I say nowadays, but since the dawn of social media and even more since the pandemic, you know, when everybody's on social media even more than before, you're finding that there is a power struggle in relationships equality does it truly exist in a relationship right are people treating each other equally or are people expected to be um submissive one party is submissive and the other isn't i'm not sure what exactly is it supposed to be when we talk about equality are we really supposed to be equal or is there one person who is above the other because some people feel that way. And I've heard conversations. Oh, we're not the same. We're not on the same level. And then you hear some people say, oh. <laughs> and let me throw this in there. When you talk about equality, what I'm gathering for a lot of people now is that they're not talking about equally respecting each other, equally caring about each other, equally loving each other. They're talking about what you're bringing to the table. Qualifications. Your bank account. <laughs> you know, that's what we're hearing more of. So have we lost sight of what equality should be in a relationship? Are we focused on the wrong things? Or are we focused on the right things? Equality nowadays doesn't seem to have anything to do with respect. It, in my opinion, what I'm based on what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing, because everything is tagged to money or a job. And I just saw this um, post on TikTok. If, I think it was yesterday or the day before, where a girl is talking to her friends. Oh, I just met this guy. Okay, so what does he do? How much does he make? Da -da 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 -da. And you know. Like, whoa, 
So then you do question, does equality even exist anymore in terms of morals and values and, you know, those things? Or is it strictly about what he has or what she has? And when those things disappear, does the love disappear with it too? Hey, moments. Hey, Javette. So are you maybe saying that people have put a quantitative number on love versus an internal feeling? Yeah. Yeah. And it's well, based on what I'm seeing, right? For, for me... Mm-hmm. Um, I always thought love was never supposed to hurt. Right. So if anybody did anything to hurt me, I said they didn't love me. That's in my head. I didn't say it out loud. Right. Um, now that I'm at the young, beautiful, ripe age of the age I am. Yes. I understand that human beings can make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And I guess I didn't quantify love, but I had like a quality to it. So if you didn't come with this specific quality, then you didn't know what love is. But now I feel that love is exactly how MD beautifully described it. And the biggest thing to help you on that process is being vulnerable and respectful mm-hmm. and finding someone that wants similar to what you are. Because I don't think that two people that are the same, let me not say that. You know how they say opposites attract? Yes. I think when you have something that you can um, have a tug of war against, but not war, a tug of love, Mm -hmm. things can flow. Because you're both striving to get to a specific place. So that's love for me right now. Right now. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for sharing, Javette. Yeah. We're going to be right back after this music break. Here is Keith Sweat featuring Jackie McGee. Make it last forever. Let's make it last.
if you're just tuning in to QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com, welcome to Days After Dark. If you're on Clubhouse, click on the greenhouse to join the club. Follow the moderators, follow each other, and make meaningful connections. Thank you for being here with us. I'm your host, Moments, and I'm joined by my gracious co-hosts, Sinead Rosolo and Marlon. Just a quick PSA, the show is being streamed live on Internet Radio, and the Clubhouse replays are on. Please be reminded that this is a safe space in a no-judgment zone. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. That was Keith Sweat with Jackie McGee, Make It Last Forever. Thank you all for being here. And of course, tonight we are talking about love. Before the break, we were reviewing what some people revealed as their meaning of love from those who were not in a relationship and those who have been in a relationship for one more, one year or more. Now we're going to hear some of the responses from a couple of people who have been in long-term relationships. And I'm thinking seven years or more once you get past that seven-year itch. <laughs> um, love is accepting their flaws. Sasha says, we're human beings. We're never going to be the same, but being patient and accepting each other's flaws is something that never stops us from growing with one another. Love is patience. We are not always going to agree. Testing each other's patience and still coming home to love, kindness, and respect is a feeling I never want to disappear. And that's what Preston said. Who remembers the first time they had a disagreement, an argument with their significant other? Do you remember what it was about? I'm here thinking back, and I know in early stages, um, we when we started living together, we argued a lot. I mean, I think I've found fault with everything, right? Um, and now if you ask me what <laughs> it was, what those faults were, I can't tell you. What were those conversations, arguments about? I really can't remember. Am I glad we got through them? Yes, I am. Do those arguments happen when you're just trying to navigate the early stages, trying to figure out being in each other's space 24-7, so to speak? Or for others, is it that it's all honeymoon or all honky-dory until probably a year or two, that's when the arguments start. At what point do the arguments come into play? And your patience is tested. Some of us can withstand the storm. Some people can't handle it. Because some people feel that relationships are conflict-free. I think in the early stages too, just learning about each other and you're seeing each other's flaws. You're seeing the raw person now. There is no um, 
sugar coating there is no um <laughs> what should i say makeup on the situation you're live and in living color now it's real so you're seeing little things and you have to learn to accept those little things about each other and that's where your patience definitely has to come into play but yeah there's no filter yeah no filter for real none let me jump in real quick because I'm a little busy. But yes. um, you're right. Don't remember what we argue about. Um, but as you said, um, just I think it's just a test for us to get to, get to know each other. Um, your do's and your don'ts, your bad habits. Um, just got to get as um, as Javet just said. There's no filter. So you get the raw, uncut person you're supposed to be with. So, but a lot of lot of us don't know how to, to maneuver that, um, as you said earlier. To um, because they think um, being with someone, or loving someone, there's no problems, there's no issues, there's no you know disagreements, and all of that comes to play. Um, all of the above comes into play. There's no perfect relationship. No matter how we look at it, we see these older folks uh, walking around 30, 40, 50, 60 years. They had their issues, but they stick through it. But a lot of us can look at those um, relationships, um, you know, 30, 40 years, and learn something from that older couple. Because um, they don't use material things for love. Most of them is just straight up loving the, um, their spouse. There's no material things. There's nothing, you know. And a lot of us, you know, need to go back to that kind of love because everybody right now is all material things and you know what what you can do for me, some cars, money, house, whatever. Because I've heard it, I've, and I've seen, and I've lived it years ago. You know, when people ask you, what do you drive? Where you live? I take the bus. I don't have a car. And they, would, they wouldn't even give you the time of day if you take the bus. And sometimes you just got to test people as well. But we need to go back to those days as the older, the, um, the older generation and learn something from And if you need to know, ask them. Some of them are willing to tell you how to go to get to a certain relationship. It's not going to be perfect, but that's that's it, though. But a lot of us just need to go back to the old days. But that's all I have to say, and I will listen in. <laughs> Thank you, Marlon. appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Are we willing to put in the work, or are we want it ready-made? We definitely have to thank the people who participated in the data collection from for their perspectives. But the question still remains, believe it or not, what is love? So according to marriage.com, a relationship is composed of a friendship, sexual attraction, intellectual compatibility, and of course, love. Love is the glue that keeps a relationship strong and solid. It's deeply biological. But what is love and how do you know if you are truly in love? Before I carry on, um, I just wanted to 
read something that Teddy B wrote in the chat. Um, people who say they don't want to fall in love, I feel it's because they have probably already experienced hurt from a past from past experiences and it's their way of protecting themselves and that is true thank you for that teddy i do appreciate that thank you for joining us ruby t thank you desri for being there with us in the audience yeah it is difficult to define love because everyone's perception of real love can be dramatically different People often get confused between lust, attraction, and companionship. Hence, there is no one best definition of love. However, love can be summarized as an intense feeling of euphoria, as um, MD so eloquently um, portrayed, laid it out for us earlier, and deep affection for someone or something. This love definition or love meaning might not encompass all the emotions that comprise how it feels when you're in love is love an emotion yes can abstract emotions such as love be defined in specific terms maybe not however there are certain words and actions that fall in the realm of love while others do not some gestures can be termed love on the other hand some other emotions and feelings can be confused for love, but people soon realize that they're not true love. Well, here is to understanding more about love and the feeling. And I chuckle when I read that part that says um, emotions and feelings can be confused for love. And that's true. How many of us have been having a sexual relationship with someone? You think you love them. And then you come to realize that the only thing that you think about when you think about that person is the sex because the sex was good. That's it. There's nothing else. So that's not love. Well, in my opinion, that's not love. If that's there's all to it, that's not love. If you want to define love in one sentence, love is in one of the most profound emotions humans experience. It is a combination of attraction and closeness. The person we feel attracted or close to is the person we are usually in love with. Such a person can be a friend, a parent, sibling, or even our pet. Such love is based on a feeling of attraction or affection. Love has often um, been used as a noun, but in practice, it's a verb. It is about what we do for others and the many ways we make other people feel loved and cared for. Do we know what the elements of love are? Care. Care is one of the primary elements of love. If we love someone, we care about them, right? Their feelings, their well-being. We may go out of our way to make sure they're okay. And even compromise and sacrifice our needs and wants to give them what they want. I'm sure all of us at some point have compromised, have sacrificed, have gone out of our way. And that's with everyone. Not necessarily the person you are in an intimate relationship with. Parents, 
we make a lot of compromises and sacrifices for children. I've heard many times fathers and mothers say the day they became a parent was the day that life changed for them. It put a different drive into them. They would find themselves going above and beyond. They found themselves giving up certain things that they enjoyed to make sure that their child has everything they need, right? So compromise and sacrifice. You go out of your way to make sure the people you care about are okay. You, you know, you take that time out of your day. You carve that time out. You get a phone call, person not being well. You rush to their side. You check up on them. It comes in different ways. Admiration is another element of love. It's very crucial in relationships. Admiration can be for their physicality or even for their mind and personality. Liking someone for their external and internal self and respecting their thoughts is an essential element of love. I'll say this about the physical, though. Um, if you see yourself long-term with this person, understand that the physical is going to change, folks. The gray hairs are going to come in. You're going to get the crow's feet around your eyes, probably wrinkles around your lips. Um, your skin changes, too. You might start getting spots on your skin, more moles on your back. If you have children, for some of us, not all of us are able to snap back. Some of us are left with, um, I call them warrior scars for bringing children into the world. We end up with stretch marks, whether on our breasts or bottom or hips or stomachs. So the physical is going to change. But if you are with someone who can love every crease and crevice and tear and scar on you, I think that's beautiful. If they can look at you and admire you, go right ahead. So what about the, 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 the gentleman with stretch marks? Do you love them too? Yeah. And bullet holes and all that too? <laughs> dimples and all that? That's love right there. If it you is. love all the dimples and... Not the bar. bullet holes. <laughs> we don't know what they've been through. <laughs> They may have been through a lot. <laughs> they may have been on the battlefield, right? We don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's it's that that is love though to love someone with you know, all the stretch marks and as you say, you know, the tummy and when you know having kids and stuff. But yeah, keep going. I'm listening. <laughs> yeah. So understand, folks, that the beauty, the physical, is going to change. It is. It's inevitable. Unless we're going to be doing surgery to freeze ourselves at some point. Who knows? We might end up doing that the way everything is going now. But we're going to change our physical features. Are you going to be able to look at your partner and still look at them and think they're the most beautiful woman in the world? Or he's the most handsome man in the world? When you met him, he had that six-pack. Marlon, not you. You never had that six-pack. But when you met him, he had that six-pack. That's 
real love, taking you as you are. <laughs> and there's the six pack again. <laughs> I took you as you were, right? Yeah. You know, so you don't. You, so you met him with that six pack, a full head of hair, ball. You know those arms, strong arms. Twenty years down the road. Three kids later, four kids later, five kids later, he has a bare belly, um, ball-headed, where are those muscles? Gone. But you still love that person. <laughs> that too, Javette. Right? But you still love that person. You admire that person. You can't go on without thinking about that person that person isn't there in your presence and your your thoughts are on them you're worried about them they go through the door and you are worried oh my gosh i hope you're okay you call to check it everything okay you're all right that's loving beyond the physical and that is love yeah enjoy the beauty of your youth enjoy it all soak it all up but understand it's going to change. But not only the physical changes, our thoughts change, our outlook changes, and the changes that happen mentally and emotionally are usually because of experiences, the different things we experience together or individually. And those experiences help to shape our outlook and how we move forward. Desire is both sexual, physical, and mental. That's another element of love. Just wanting to spend more time with someone, being around them and wanting them are all parts of the desire you feel when you're in love with someone. Yeah. You want, mm. yep. You're attracted to the sexual, physical and the mental yep that's so important so important we're going to take another quick music break here is tank with i can't make you love me
You're just tuning into QMZRadio.com and JohnnoRadio.com. Welcome to Days After Dark. If you're on Clubhouse, click on the greenhouse to join the club. Follow the moderators, follow each other, and make meaningful connections. Thank you for being here with us. I'm your host, Moments, and I'm joined by my gracious co-hosts, Sanat, Rosolo, and Marlon. Just a quick PSA, this show is being streamed live on internet radio and the clubhouse replays are on. Please be reminded this is a safe space in a no-judgment zone. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. That was Tank, I Can't Make You Love Me. Welcome to the show. Tonight, the question is, what is love? So far, we've come to the realization that it is subject to one's experiences and everyone interprets love differently as a result of those experiences. But before we carry on, just want to check in here. Um, yeah. Oh, I didn't know Bonnie Raitt did the original song, Rosso. Thanks for putting that in the chat. Appreciate that. Uh, but let me hop on over favorite. to... Wow. All right, then. So let me hop on over to um, WhatsApp. Ooh, the men are speaking, ladies. Yes, I wanted to tell you that the men had... I, I wanted to tell you that before. I'm so sorry. I meant yeah. to say that, but I was still laughing over your comments. So. <laughs> so the men are speaking, and here's what the men have to say, ladies. Um, it's mostly the women of these times who look at relationships as a business transaction. It's always about the man's net worth. Right now, if you're looking for one of these women, you have to have a resume and your last three pay stubs. Ouch. Erks. Yeah, that, that, ooh, ladies. Ooh, he got some of y'all. Yeah, he got some of you. Ooh. That one stings. Not me saying it. This is what men are saying, ladies. Yeah. So we have to um, look within ourselves. What are we looking for? Are we looking for a relationship? Or are we looking for a situationship? 
And we need to not be offended when men speak and tell us their truth. No, we need them no. to tell us, Ro. We need it. We need them because when we did the the show with the men, yes, that was one of the. And you know that that was that changed the trajectory of how I handled a certain situation. Yes, because and that song is key to what was said so many times by the men in that um in that in that sh- on that show, but we take offense. We are so quick to take offense when men tell us the truth about ourselves. And that's just your ego. That's just them hurting your ego and you need to take a check yeah. And why of why you're getting offended. Because they're right. This comment is not a lie. It's true. And that's something new. And the thing is, if they turned around and asked us the same, let's see your resume. Let's see your financial records. What We, we, we have nothing to show, some of us. Yeah. The same ones asking cannot show. They can't reciprocate the same thing. So just don't take offense. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. And just recently, I saw another um, video where, when I say recently, within the last three months, I should say, let me be more specific, I saw another video where a man is saying, you're asking me what I bring to the table, but I don't see you with a table to put the things on. Another one, which I saw in more recent weeks, was a man saying, ladies, you're asking us to take you shopping to get a Louis Vuitton. How about you say, let's invest in some real estate? I was like, whoa. So these men do have a lot to say. And yes, they will take you to get that Louis Vuitton, but they may not stay with you because they realize that you are about spending, not building. And then you're walking around please, the road with an empty that. Louis Vuitton. Sorry, MP. I'm sorry. This is this is so good. Please repeat it. Just just repeat it again. Yeah, they will take you to buy that Louis Vuitton, but they're not going to stay with you because you are more interested in spending than in building. So, ladies, we need to wake up. Do we understand that long-term relationships come with financial ups and downs? He can buy you the Louis Vuitton today, you stay with him, but if he can't buy tomorrow, you're gone. That's not love. That's not love. So let us look at what love is not. As we discuss the elements of love and what is love, it is also important to know what love is not. We can often confuse some other emotions or feelings for love, but sooner or later we realize that what we feel for a certain person is not love. Love is not lust. Despite the phrase, it was love at first sight, love is not something we feel right away. That strong feeling of attraction, like a magnet pulling you towards the person you've just met, it's infatuation and sexual chemistry. Mother Nature gives us a big dose of infatuation to get us together initially. Love does not, well, I'm sorry, let me rephrase this. Love does include sexual chemistry, 
But it differs because it is an emotion that takes time to build. Lust can appear in an instant. Love evolves over a period of time as you get to know the other person inside and out. See, Marlon, I was right. I told you. I told you. Yes, we may say love at first sight, but no. And a lot of people don't want to hear this, but the truth is, love for me at least, I, let me speak for myself, I don't think it's love at first sight. It's lust at first sight for me. And then as we spend more time together and we're talking. Having, oh, yeah, because you you were in love with me at first sight. Yeah, I know you were this. You know, there, there, there is love at first sight. You know what? Let me not say it. <laughs> No, but um no seriously marlon you think that there is love at first sight yeah i think so okay. um I, I think it happened more for men mm. they tell more when they see someone and they know they can say wow i'm in love with that girl i love that girl she's gonna be my wife a lot of us guys can tell um early from day one from day one you know now it's not it's not it's, it's not many of us but some of us can tell when you see that one girl you'll be like yeah and it's like you can you you get a feeling inside of you like i cannot do without this person this person is going to complete me you know it's just that energy you feel but that's my that's my thing that's my so yeah I agree with you, Sonette. I still think it's lust. Um, but it's funny that you said that, Marlon, because I remember listening to a relationship counselor who is also a pastor say this. Men love your wives. Women respect your husbands. It doesn't charge the woman to love the man. It charges us to respect the man, and the man in return will continue to love us. Is that really true? And then I did, you know, kind of go to scripture, and it is true to some degree. That's what, you know, men love your wives as Christ loves the church. Women respect your husbands. So, Marlon, um, that's probably why men will fall in love faster than women will. I don't know. That's probably just thinking. It's a possibility. Hmm. All right. I'm listening. I'm learning. So Me too. Guess, I'm learning too. So I guess I need to put my love away and start over. <laughs> it's too Let's late see. for it's that. It's too late. It's too late. <laughs> I forget so that it is way too late. Sonette, let me keep it real. He was from day one. I wish I could marry you. My boy, bye. <laughs> yeah. A relationship. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I've heard that. I mean, I've heard everything that Marlon says, I have heard other men say. 
mm-hmm. but I still don't think it's love. I think it's lust initially mm-hmm. uh, or a deep affection and great curiosity. And then after having some time with a person, you find love. Yes. That's, that's what I believe. Yes, I agree. I, I disagree, but hey, who am I? <laughs> who are I'm you? Just... You're allowed to have your opinion. <laughs> as am I. I mean, if you want to hold firm to it, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. Like, I will never dare tell you oh. wrong. I'll tell you my thought, what are my thoughts on it. There's, there's two other men on the stage. I'd like to hear from them. Come on, MD. So yeah, I think, I think, I think for, it's a combination of both. Mm. And what I mean by that is you may, you may have been driven by lust that can quickly turn into love. I remember when I first met my wife again. When I say again, it's because I knew her as a child. And we shared our first kiss when I was 11. And it was just literally, that was it. And then, of course, life happens. We went our separate ways. But we went full circle. And I remember the first day I met her. We spent that first night talking to each other as if we were the best of friends. That we haven't seen each other for years. Literally, we spent, I remember, almost six hours talking, right? But I remember also saying, when I first met her, my eyes took a good look at her posterior as she was going up the stairs, right? (laughs) And I say to myself, she is beautifully and wonderfully made. But that was the lusting part of me. But after spending six hours talking to this woman, I knew. I knew. And I remember saying to her, are you sure you're ready for this? And when I said this, I was pointing at me. Because I know from this day forward, I'm going to chase after that woman until I captured her. And she became my main focus, right? So, driven by lust, but quickly can turn into love. So, I think there has to be this combination. When you, if 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 you believe in biblical stories, right? Mm-hmm. Adam, as he awoke from his first dream, right? He started reciting poetry by saying, this is the flesh of my flesh, bone of my bone. I shall call her woman. Uh, hello. Uh, she was standing there naked in front of him. And here he is just blasting, you know, in, you know, a poetry because he's seeing this beautiful creature all naked in front of him, right? There was nothing wrong with her nakedness, but Adam knew right there and then that this was going to be. This is different than the chimpanzee and the lion and everything else that was around. There's something different about that particular one. So yeah, he lusted after her, but that lust quickly turned into love. Really good. Well, you said something so important. I just want to say that where men are hunters. And I believe if a man sees something, a woman he wants, he do whatever it takes to get her. 
he's gonna do whatever a woman shouldn't be hunting a man it should be the man hunting a woman um so md says something he didn't say in that many words but i picked that out when he said that so yeah i knew you were gonna tap on that i knew you were gonna hold on to that one because i know you and i have had conversations about that and what i have discovered and i'm not saying that relationships where women were the pursuers have not worked out i'm not saying that at all but what i have observed is that you stand a greater chance of your relationship going the distance when the man is the pursuer when he's the one quote-unquote hunting he's the one going after you and um i have also heard men say you know a woman chasing them oh yeah that's easy bait but that's not what they want again there are relationships that have worked out where the woman is the pursuer because some women have said that sometimes men don't know what they want you have to give it to them and then they, their eyes will open up and they'll realize oh yeah 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 you're the one I, I, I want or you're what I need I don't know how do we feel about that is it okay for the woman to do the chasing or should we let the men do the chasing? We've heard that when women chase, they look desperate. Is that true? Is that true? Interesting questions. A relationship does not mean you are in love. You may be immensely sexually attracted to your partner, but that does not mean you understand the true definition of love. If you haven't developed a base of love feelings with your partner, you will become bored once the sexual spark dies. And remember when I said earlier that the physical is going to change, so too there is going to come a point when you can't have sex anymore. Let's say you live on until you're gray and old and wrinkly walking with a cane. You can't have sex anymore and then what? You're going to discard and dispose of your partner? And that is where relationships, real relationships, come into play. Not sexual relationships, but relationships where there is a spiritual, emotional connection. Love is not instant. How to explain love and relationship? How do we explain love and relationship? So a loving relationship is not built in a day. The threads of love take time to weave together to form a strong bond. It is only as you and your partner share your thoughts, fears, dreams, and hopes that love takes root because now you're starting to see similarities. You're starting to see differences that you like. You, you, it's as though you've found the missing piece of the puzzle. So trust the process and don't rush love. It has its own timetable that needs to be respected and not hurried. How is that song go? You can't hurry love. Who sang that song? I don't remember. Was it Diana Ross? The Supreme? I can't remember now. I'm all totally off tune, so don't listen to my poor um, humming. Um, the one true love. We talk about soulmates, but humans 
are built with the capacity to love over and over again. How many times? Let's use um, J-Lo, for example. Elizabeth Arden. Elizabeth Taylor, I mean, not Arden. Elizabeth Taylor. They have loved over and over again, and we're like, how can you love somebody? You know, just keep loving. That's not real. But based on what this is saying, because of this thing called soulmates, we're built with a capacity to love over and over again. Thankfully so, or we would never recover from our high school crush or losing a partner to divorce or death. Who remembers their high school crush? Do you wish you could go back to them? Or do you say, whew, whew, thank God. Who remember this time? Hey, Sinet, go ahead, Sinet. I remember, I, I swear Facebook friends now, and I'm like, oh, dodge that bullet. No, no, nice person, happily married, beautiful children. But yes, I'm okay with not being my final. And does he look the same? Yeah, yeah. Because a, a lot of us changed in over the years. So. Okay, that's good. So what about you then, Marlon? Any high school crush that you look back and then like, ah, that oh, one got away. Or do you look back and say, whew, dodge the bullet like Sonette just said. Oh, yeah, I dodge a lot of bullets. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and they don't look nothing like high school, I tell you that much. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. But, uh, Keep it real. They look totally different, but hey, I, I'm I'm not friends with any of them. Mm-hmm. I've seen them, you know, on Facebook and stuff, and I like they want to be friends with me. But at the end, I'm a type of person like this. If you not say girlfriend, I never really have a girl. I never had a girlfriend in Jamaica, mm-hmm. but I've known a lot of ladies and females, and a lot of them used to treat me like crap. You know, so. Now they want to be friends with me. I don't want to be friends with you, you know. So, but that's 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 a different topic. Topic. Okay. Another conversation for another, another time. Okay. Another time. But yeah, it's it's it's. But they're there, and that's it. But go <laughs> ahead, Mister. I'm listening to you. I like that. Go ahead. Okay. So here are some signs of love. Signs of love. Love is generous. In a truly loving relationship, we give to the other without an expectation of return. So it's not tit for tat, I do for you, you do for me. Oh, I gave you a a bracelet today, so you need to give me something tomorrow. Um, Marlon, it's not you taking me out to dinner and expecting sex in return. Why not? Why not? (laughs) I needed to get over that. It's no longer about that, right? How many of you still go through that? They take you out for dinner and then they expect sex in return. Like, no. No, 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 Marlon. We're married now. Mm-mm. We just paid the bills for how much, you know, we gotta go. We gotta get it back somehow. Oh! You gotta get it back. Okay, I see how you look at it. 
That kid was here too. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, MD. Um, this is what we go through, right? Um, even <laughs> and I'll be but like, but you know what I love though? I love, I love how raw and genuine and authentic it is. This is it. This is what I mean. Like, this is your relationship, and this is your husband, and the two of you has this beautiful understanding and he's like yeah why not i mean this is my wife if i was sex from her i was sex from her why not exactly it's beautiful yeah thank you yeah i i have had to pay for many meals that let me just say that so we moment <laughs> yes dr daphne uh -huh. <laughs> go ahead dr daphne i miss listening to you um Thank you for this space moment. So do you buy dinner when you do something wrong? Because you know you're not going to jump to sex right after. So you got to buy them so you could get to sex later. Dr. Daphne, you can't be letting out our little secrets, right? That's, come on, we got to keep, we can't let these men know the things we do. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we got to be slick sometimes, right? Yeah. We feel what our partner feels. The true meaning of love is to feel a sense of joy when we see our partner happy. Hmm. There are some people who can't stand to see their partners happy. Why? You should be able. You should be happy that they're happy. Uh, we're not even going to discuss those people. Let it go. Because yeah. like, no kind of <laughs> with somebody you don't want to see them happy. What is that all about? Exactly. I don't even understand that statement. Love means compromise. The real meaning of love in a relationship is to willfully compromise your needs to accommodate your partner's needs or desires. Remember, we spoke about this earlier in the show when we were talking about it as it relates to our children, family members, and friends, right? Now we're talking about it in our intimate relationship. The real meaning of love in a relationship is to willfully compromise your needs to accommodate your partner's needs or desires. And I can be very honest. I know my husband compromises more than I do. I know that. I know. Respect and kindness. When we, well, when we love, we act respectfully and kindly towards each other. No matter what we have going on between us at home, when we step outside, we're a united front. No one is going to come between us. And that's how it's supposed to be. Because remember, we said relationships are not conflict-free. But when you step outside, we're a team. Even here in the house, he and I may not be talking. Usually it's me not talking to him, right? May not be talking. But the minute when the children come up with something, oops, mm -mm, we're on the same page. And we're, we're, we're a tag team. And then once we're finished, okay, I'm back to not talking to you right now. But that's how it's supposed to be. No one needs to know what's really going on. And, and we're not talking about where there's physical abuse now. No, 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 that's different. We're not talking about that. All right. We act with ethics and morals. We guard each other's solitude. We, with love, we never feel lonely even when we're alone. Being in love 
with your partner, loving each other, you have to understand that you're two individuals and each party is going to want some time by themselves. It's okay, folks. Them wanting to be alone in the, the living room while you're in the bedroom doesn't mean they don't love you anymore. But sometimes we have to allow ourselves to be alone with our thoughts and then we can come back with our partners so nothing is wrong with jumping in that car going for a drive by yourself sitting on the back patio by yourself or if your partner comes to you and say hey I'm just going for a drive to clear my mind let them go clear their mind because a lot of times when you're around each other 24 7 sometimes your thoughts disappear and you become the other person's thoughts and everything that you utter is the other person's emotions and feelings and sentiments you no longer what, what what's the term have a mind of your own and that's not healthy that's not healthy at all you're two individuals two different individuals who are attracted to each other you are attracted to the differences believe it or not not just the similarities but also the differences sexual intimacy deepens with love sex becomes sacred different from the early days our lovemaking now is deep and holy a true joining of bodies and minds the more you have sex the more um joined you do become for the one of a better term it's true they're always on your mind even when separated for work travel or commitments our thoughts drift towards them and what they might be doing right now yeah their success is your success kind of like what's yours is mine what's mine is ours <laughs> but yeah their success is your success. If they're excelling, you're excelling. And what I don't like to hear in relationships is when people will get up and say, oh, I did this all by myself. No, you didn't. Your partner was there giving you support, whether it was moral support, financial support, spiritually physically support takes two we feel safe with that person the presence of love in the relationship allows us to feel protected and safe as if the other person is a safe harbor for us to come home to with them we feel a sense of security and stability and yes you're in a relationship that is supposed to be your safe space because remember, that's where you're most vulnerable with that person. That's where you're able to be real, raw, uncut, unfiltered. So that's where we're supposed to feel security and stability. And remember, folks, with that sense of security and stability, it doesn't give us the right to hurl things back at our partners meaning 
something happened a week ago. We spoke about it. We got over it. We moved forward. This week, I don't need to hurl it back at Marlon or Marlon hurling it back at me. Or a year down the road, I'm bringing it back up and I'm throwing it in his face or he's throwing it in my face. No. That's not offering security and stability. You're harboring um, feelings of um, disgust and contempt when you do that. Right? So understand that with sense of from Be the sense of security for someone. Be their stability. Another um, couple on TikTok, and I remember I had reposted this video some time ago. Um, be woman, be your man's peace. Men, be your woman's peace. Your woman's peace, sorry. So we should be a place of peace for each other. No matter what is going on, no matter the chaos that's going on, the confusion, I can run to my partner and know that I will find peace there. And I need to be able to reciprocate that, be the peace for him as well. That no matter how he has messed up out there, he can come home and say, you know, moments, I think I made a bad decision or I did this today. And I'm not going to beat him over the head for it. We talk through it. Right? We feel seen and heard. Our partner sees us for who we are and still loves us. We can show all our sides positive and negative and receive their love unconditionally. Love helps fight without fear. If we are secure in our love relationship, we know we can argue and that it will not break us apart. Remember, and I think this is the third time I'm going to say it now tonight, relationships are not conflict-free, folks. If you're looking for that, don't get in a relationship. If you're looking never to have a disagreement, relationships are not for you. There is going to be a disagreement because you're two individuals, two different train of thoughts, two different mindsets. But it's how you resolve the conflict respectfully, in love. And I remember what MD said two weeks ago. Certain conversations you don't have in your bedroom. Your bedroom is to be your place of um, love. You're going to have any conversations that go against that. Take it to another part of the house or go for a drive and park up at a park somewhere and have the conversation. Then go back home to your space of love. That's your refuge, your love refuge, your bedroom. All right. So I remembered MD. I learned, right? I remembered. Um, yeah. Learn to let go in your relationship. Do not hold grudges in your relationship. As I said earlier, you don't want to be hurling things back at them because you don't want to destabilize your relationship. And we're going to be right back with In a Days After the Break. Here is Charlie Wilson. There goes my baby. 
was rolling in my car when I pulled up at the mall. Couldn't find a place to park. Threw my keys to the valley. Handle it for me. I was only that a hang wasn't looking for a thing. I was just about to bounce. And then I saw Miss Lady. Then I said to myself. Pretty little thing, a couple of bags in her hand, right in front of Macy's. That's where all the pretty girls hang. Then I saw her at the food court, sipping lemonade, conversating on her cell phone, looking so amazing. And I said to myself, There she go. If you're just tuning in to QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com, welcome to Days After Dark. If you're on Clubhouse, click on the greenhouse to join the club. Follow the moderators, follow each other, and make meaningful connections. Thank you for being here with us. I'm your host, Moments, and I'm joined by my gracious co-hosts, Sinat, Rosolo, and Marlon. Just a quick PSA. The show is being streamed live on Internet Radio, and the Clubhouse replays are on. Please be reminded that this is a safe space and a no-judgment zone. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. That was Charlie Wilson, There Goes My Baby. And now it is time for In a Daze with Marlon and Rose Solo. Rose Solo, you ready? I'm ready, Marlon. You ready? Uh, I hope so. All right, let me turn <laughs> that music down so you can all right, get to all right. reading the letter. Let me know okay, if that's so good for go. you. Is that good? That's good. That's all good. All right, that's good. take that's it perfect. away. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. All right. Hi, Rose Solo and Marlon. I have a repetitive problem where I get intense crushes on people. I'm friends with then I'm sorry, I get intense crushes on people I'm friends with and then never say anything about it, but continue to let the crush fester until it becomes creepy or unhealthy. I've always told myself that I'd tell the person I was interested in if I ever had a sign they were interested as well, but I can't seem to determine what counts as quote unquote enough to make a move and nothing ever feels like enough. I've got the beginnings of a crush on a friend I carpooled to work with a couple times a week. He's the perfect candidate for the bad habit, I'm sorry, for my bad habit of silently pining for people. And that's kind of what I assumed was bound to happen, but I just realized that for once I caught it early. I could still say or do something casual before I spent enough time pining 
that any expression of interest comes out with the intensity and absurdity, abs <laughs> absurdity of Mr. Darcy's first proposal. But the thing is, he hasn't given me any indication that he's interested. We have a fun time in the one and a half hours of driving we spend together on days we go into the office, but we never spend time together or talk outside that time period. I don't want to make things awkward to the extent that I lose the friendship or my ride to work. So I guess I'm wondering whether I should make a move or move on. And how does one go about either of those things in a way that won't harm the friendship? Signed, Crush. Marlon, what say you? Woo! Wow. So, um... Carpool Crush. This is her crush, not his crush. This is her crush. She has a crush on him. Okay. And... She's trying to make a move towards him because he's not making a move. The reason why he doesn't see her like that. That's not, she's not his crush. So if she want to make the move, she might get a heartbroken or she might get um, some form of disrespect. She need to, she need to see if this guy likes her. She, 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 I, I, I don't. It's, it's, it's a lot of stuff in this, in this letter. I'm trying to remember some of it, but um. But how will she I, know if the guy likes her, Marlon? She, she needs to find out. She needs to ask. That's him. what she's asking. Should she ask? Should yeah. she will it harm the friendship? She should ask him. It might, it might harm the friendship because, but you could feel it though. You can know when somebody likes you. So, so, so Marlon, you don't think there's concern where she's having these continuous crushes? I think that's a problem with her as well. I was I was gonna get to that. Yeah. She, okay. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. No. 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 It's fine. It's fine. Um, she keep having crushes. That's a lot. That's a lot of crush. <laughs> uh, she she just needs to get it together. <laughs> I think she just needs to. I think she should focus on herself for a moment. It sounds like she has, um, I don't want to say uh, she has some form of issues. I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> I think she just needs to check herself first and stop getting all these crushes because she's going to end up getting hurt. And she's a possibility. She's been hurt before with all these crushes she's been, you know, having. Uh, she probably made a move before. I think she made a move before and she got hurt. So she needs to take it slow and just get rid of the crush. And just, you wouldn't know if somebody likes you. So I don't think she should. Personally, I'm, I said it wrong earlier. I don't think she should make a move. She needs to go off the energy and she will know. Because if she says something, it's a possibility the friendship is going to go away. That's my opinion. Because if someone has a crush on me and I don't have a crush on her and she make, make a move at me, it's going to make me feel uncomfortable. So we, we need she, she need a two-way street. Um, maybe I could get some help from someone else, but I think that's my... The best way I could sum it up. She seems to lust after people. In my people, opinion. that's yeah, what I she think. She seems yeah, to think, lust after yeah. people quite easily and quite quickly. Um, 
granted, I do understand the fact that they're together for one and a half hours. That's what you said, right? Of driving. They're right. together. Um, they talk. Do they talk or they never talk? What is it? Do they talk? They talk. They have great conversation in that in that time frame, in that time period. But they don't have any conversations outside of that. So does she understand what Marlon just said? Um, energy. Mm-hmm. Does she understand body language? Right? Apparently... She doesn't even understand what she wants in life because she's having continuous crushes. I'm still stuck on that part. That this is another crush. Because, you know, the thing is, you have to work. She has to work on herself. It doesn't matter if he likes her, if he doesn't like her. You know, th- does she feel this energy? If she's not, she's not going to be able to read anyone's energy when she doesn't understand her own. Right. You know, so she... What, she, happened, to the, what happened to the previous crushes she has? We don't know. Apparently, they didn't work out. You know, they didn't work out, so she need to check herself then because if those didn't work out. Huh? She's not making a move. She she has these crushes, but she doesn't do anything about it. And it happens repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly. But, Sunette, let me ask you a question. Remember when earlier um, Marlon was saying that men are hunters, right? So she probably feels, you know what, the man is supposed to chase me. So let me not make the move. So she keeps having these crushes, but she doesn't make the move because of that um, train of thought that it's the man who is supposed to pursue her. And she doesn't want to be embarrassed or putting a compromising position to feel awkward. So she rather not. I don't know. I can can understand that. I can understand that too, but in the time of the Me Too movement, I think some men tend to be a little bit more cautious about making moves on women, mm-hmm. especially a woman he's stuck in a car with for an hour and a half every day. So I'm not he's saying that she should jump. Yeah, exactly, as a co-worker. It, 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 men tend to be cautious and more so now than they were before because anything you say wrong can be misconstrued or or, or some men are, are wrong. But, you know, I think that could be an issue. But this same woman, like like Rosola was saying, she's having multiple crushes. Like, what's going on? And I mean, I guess we all have multiple crushes. It's just the way it's written. Like, you see someone, you like them. But mm-hmm. I think she, the way she wrote the letter made it sound like a little bit more than just liking somebody. Mm. There's a, see, there's a lot she says going in the on beginning. there. But it, you know, continue to let it the crush fester until it becomes creepy or unhealthy. So she says that in the very beginning as well. So you know it becomes creepy or unhealthy, and you're not doing anything to address that. Right. So she's constantly pining after people. Mm-hmm. And you know, to, to what Sunette said, I had a conversation with someone recently about dating, being new to the dating pool, and. Um, being older and new to the dating pool. It's a whole different concept. So You sound um, low, Rosolo. I was, can you hear me now? Yeah, go ahead. Go okay, ahead. so I was saying I had a conversation recently with someone regarding this dating and, and, and you know, how this how it, it's changed. And, you know, the men, to Sunette's point, are, um, are not as aggressive as they used to be, for lack of a better word. And so she opened my mind to something and she said, well, you know, sometimes we may have to throw a little hint. And see, that's the part. And this may be what she's going through, throwing the hint 
that maybe what's happening could be something very innocent. It could that be that she's just shy and she doesn't want to throw the hint. But um, that I, we just had this conversation that had to be a week ago. So, you know, women are having the discussion of, you know, how do we approach these relationships when the men aren't approaching um, us the way they used to? Right, right. And the other part of that, too, is 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 the writer a millennial? Because there's a whole different generational yes. um, aspect of dating. Like this this millennial, I wish I wish Susie was off the phone because she fits into that um, that grouping and she could probably give us her insight into it yes. because she's she's that type she's that person she's if i'm guessing the writer is in that group and they yeah. just approach things differently with work with friends socially and dating so it could be that too but that's just a matter of opinion as well mm. as he dropped them yeah um I don't know if I would tell her to say something for the mere fact of what you just highlighted, that they work together. And that's a dangerous tightrope to walk, right? Because um, what you don't want is an HR issue. Um, and it can quickly go that way. And I have seen that happen in the workplace before where everything is going along just fine. And the minute there is an issue, there is a breakup, everybody ends up in HR. People don't know how to separate um, and separate work from personal. Um, they take their bedroom business into the work environment. If the person, the other party starts expressing interest in someone else, all hell breaks loose. HR has to get involved, and that is why a lot of times they they, they try to um, dissuade people and discourage people from getting into relationships on the job, right? So I would tell her probably look outside the job. Um, mm, be very careful with this. This has been my, my recommendation. I understand that you're spending a lot of time going back and forth to and from work, but um, I wouldn't. I don't muddy the waters. Is what I would say to her. Um, but you know, look elsewhere. I, um, I, did I, she say? Sorry, Ro. Did she say the crush? All the crushes was at work. Did, did she no, say? No. She didn't say. She didn't say whether or not they were at work. Okay. All right. What I would tell her to do is uh, start saving to invest in a vehicle so that you can have a vehicle to take you to work and spend time with yourself on the ride on the commute to work. That's, That's another good one. That's another good one. Yeah. Yeah. The, re the reason why I asked that, because what if all the crushes she has was at work and the gentleman riding with now know that's the type of person she is um because people talk and it's, it's a possibility she might say something to someone else um oh i had a question so i had a question so so uh, that's why i asked that question was it at work she didn't say so okay yeah all right so two recommendations so far one for me it is 
stay away from the on the job relationship because that can go left real quick from rosolo it is um save up buy, buy your own car <laughs> <laughs> well it's it's really for me stay away from any relationship right now until you figure it what you want right until you figure out what you want um mm -hmm. because you can't go first of all we're adults so the word crush for me the term crush seems a little high schoolish for me as well mm -hmm. so um i have i have issue with that but i digress so for <laughs> me it's figure out what you want figure out right. what's going to make you happy figure out you know what does that look like who does you know figure all of that out first and and stop you know having these multiple crushes i think part of it is you just don't even understand what you're what you're looking for in a person and, and, and a partner right and you're just picking you know all these multiple crushes after a while you're not in high school anymore you've graduated and you're working right. so i really believe you invest in your own vehicle and take that time talk to a therapist online maybe as you commute i don't know yeah it's just so stop with the crushes i'm sorry no, no, you're good. Um, I want to give my recommendation. I recommend that she say something because until she says something to someone, she'll never get over this this act of actually crushing, 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 and nothing happens come come of it. Like, say something. It does. I do not believe they work in the same exact place together. They're not coworkers in this fact. Like they're working next to each other because they don't speak during um any other time during the day except the commute time. And right, that's what she says worst, when we go into the office. Right. So for me, I say make the move. As someone who married her co-worker, <laughs> I can say if, 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 if it works for you, you know? Okay. <laughs> it, it, it could work out. But I think if she doesn't ever make that step, she's never going to find out if she's misreading things. Okay. And mm, okay. so if, I mean, that's just an opinion. And if it doesn't work out, then egg on your face and you'll have to find a new, a new way to get to work and then start saving your money and do what Rosolo said, <laughs> you know, buy your own car. But you don't, what is that? They say, I've heard you say it, a closed mouth don't get fed. Yeah. So just open your mouth, try it. What's the, the worst that can happen is you're embarrassed and he says, sorry, babe, I don't think the same way. Or no, ma'am. What if he reports to the HR because it's a co-worker? She's not going to go up and group him. She's too shy. She's going to say, we've been spending a lot of time together and I find you attractive or something similar, something far more low-key. I kind of like you. And he says, oh, yeah, I don't feel that way. That's it. And if, if he does report her to <laughs> HR, so simple. I haven't. No, but if he, I mean, I'm HR. If he does come to HR and say that, what did she do? Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, exactly. And then we and we'll have an investigation, and that will be it. Right. But it doesn't. Right. I do not believe she's threatening or in any way too aggressive to, for for any of my little wires and antennas to start spiking up. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. I'm done. I'm thank, done speaking. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Sunette. Thank you, Rosolo. Thank you, Marlon. I hope she got What's her that? answer there, right? Um. May I hold on, sir. Can I ask a question? Oh, make it real quick, <laughs> real, real so, quick, quick, quick. I mean, did you did you make that move or your husband made the move? He made the move. He asked me out to lunch. All right, you see. So mm -hmm. that's all. That's all I gotta ask. Yeah. <laughs> Getting all up in these people's business. All right, Marla. Thank you so much. <laughs>
say big thank you to everyone for coming to days after dark on clubhouse it was certainly a pleasure this would not be possible without each of you of course a huge thank you to the co-hosts sonette rosolo and marlon for joining me tonight as we spoke about love what does the word love mean to you is it an action is it a noun how do you interpret love thank you also to our sponsors touring entertainment on promotions Soiree, all-inclusive NDA events, and The Rose Solo Show. Tonight's episode of Days After Dark was streamed live on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Don't forget to download the Jano Radio app today, J-A-H-K-N-O, available in the Apple Store for iOS and Android on the Google Play Store. I look forward to seeing you all tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Eastern, for Coffee and Toe World News on the Go, where I read the news and we share our views. Don't forget you can also listen live on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com, or you just Join the conversation right here on Clubhouse. Tune into Naturalist Live with DJ Naturalist every Sunday, 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern. Mondays and Tuesdays, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. Follow DJ Naturalist on Clubhouse and on IG. Listen to his live streams on QMZRadio.com. And The Rose Solo Show every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern on JanoRadio.com. It's two hours of music, interviews, news, and nurturing nuggets. Don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back with the after show. Thank you, everyone, that tuned in on QMZRadio.com and ChanoRadio.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to Jano Radio. Jano Radio. We are we are we are online 24-7. We, 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 we hope you enjoyed the show. Bye-bye. This was a Moments with Me Media Production.